My name's Brian, and today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023, and this is episode 404 of the Loth Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian, daily, daily Coffee with Brian. How are we doing this morning? I'm sorry I was, um, I'm sorry I was uh, a minute late there, uh, Ryan, or are you saying that my website's 404 right now? Because that wouldn't make me happy. Sometimes I have a little issue with my host. Um, pops on off and line, online and offline here uh, for 10 minutes randomly here and there. I have, uh, have a plug-in on the site that sends me an email when it's constantly pinging the site. And uh, when... It doesn't come up. Yeah. More for humor. It was hilarious. It gave me a little heart attack, and I almost clicked over there until I realized that it was probably about me. But anyway, morning, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher. Um, how we doing this morning? Gingerbread Farms got Folgers and Coffee Cake, but still don't want to play. Folgers and Coffee Cake, and you still don't want to play. I mean, what more could you want more than Folgers? in your cup the best part of waking up is renegade butcher in the chat good morning josh morning mike philippine nomad how we doing and of course ryan um ryan pippinized uh here at 308 in the morning i think uh man that would have been 408 no it wasn't up that time yet Look who the cat dragged in. Yeah, the butcher finally showed up. Hey, everybody. Guess who's uh, guess who's in the background there? Let's um, let's say good morning to the one that you like the most. I know it isn't me. It's the other bald one in the camper. <laughs> oh, y'all smell some bacon. Oh, yeah. Fed on deck. Hey, Ryan says morning, Corey. You only get one. You only got one. <laughs> they don't like you as much as I told you they do. <laughs> oh, there's Josh. There's Josh with a uh, hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. Everybody, oh, man, Kyle gave you a good morning, Corey, all in caps. He's yelling at you this morning. So excited to say good morning. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's in the cup today? I got uh, I got a little bit more of that FTO blonde, um, blonde espresso. It is it is good. Uh, the man came up with a winner again for sure. Um, I'm super excited. I'm going to talk a little bit later about uh, why I'm super excited. But uh, I think Friday morning. I don't know if I'm going to do it live on air or. Um, or maybe over the weekend so I can really concentrate on it. But um, yeah, I will be able to, I will be able to give you a little update here later. I will uh, star that to make sure I, I talk about that. But uh, what else are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about uh, some coffee news, um, some plans for the weekend, some plans possibly for the summer. And it finally cooled off a little bit. And I shouldn't, 
I don't want to say it like I'm uh, upset that it's warm. Um, we've just had to deal with some shit because of our particular situation. So that's that's kind of what's on the list for today. Um, Gingerbread says the dogs are being um, the dogs are being a pain. Crushers being a pain. Really? That cute little thing that sleeps in your cab of your truck all the time. He's being a pain. I don't know about that. Um, the lag is boosting your confidence, Brian. What lag? And what confidence? <laughs> you guys need more coffee in the morning, or I do. One of the two. One of the two, for sure. For sure. Well, I thought it was going to be a crappy... Um, perfect cup question. I wasn't impressed with the question when I posted it. I posted it a little later than normal. And I got um, um, what I surprised. <laughs> I was surprised, but got three. Um, I got three. Um, I got three replies to the question of the day. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. No, this sucks. This sucks. Um, and then I was talking to Corey about it this morning. I was like, yeah, I wasn't really keen on the question. It really, I mean, it's a decent question. It just wasn't, um, it just wasn't the right question. And uh, sure as shit, uh, right before the show, bam, bam, bam. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Three guys rolled in this morning and dropped more answers. So we might be able to make it a full segment. So anyway, let's get through it. And then we'll hit that history. Because, man, there is a hell of a story in the history today. Um, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for thanks for killing 45 minutes of my time last night reading into that. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, everyone. It's time for the 78th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Post a question every day. Grab all the answers, have a discussion about it, and uh, then circle back and review them the next morning. I started sprinkling that question all over social media, getting a little feedback here and there. Be sure to find the question and um, and share it and answer. And then tune in to the Perfect Cup question of the day and hear all the thoughts that everyone else had. Perfect Cup question of the day today is, where do you find inspiration? Where do you find inspiration? And I want to lead off. I forgot. I forgot. I said there was only three. There were actually four. Um, <laughs> I, uh, there were, I said there was only three. There was actually four. Uh, I've been focusing on the Telegram group. And I did remember, I did remember all of a sudden that someone did comment on uh, Facebook. One of my Telegram community members over on Facebook, James, I appreciate it. Gingerbread Farms over there on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, definitely look up Gingerbread Farms. James has got some cool shit going on there. Um, and uh, I enjoy his content. He says nobody else does, but I do. James says he finds, uh, I believe it was his kids. I have to dig back. I I must, I apologize, James. I never even uh, went back. I saw the message yesterday. And then... Um, never rolled back because Facebook on the desktop is an absolute nightmare to navigate um, navigate answers or comments and stuff to, to to questions. And 
they make it really hard. Um, I can't just look at the post. Oh, there it is. Yes. And I, I was right. I remember. Uh, James, and it was the answer I thought it was. Um, James finds inspiration in his kids. And I think a lot of a lot of parents do. And it's a uh, it's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> if uh, if you don't, then it uh, it gets a little tough. It gets a little tough. But anyway, <laughs> he doesn't troll the chat. He's getting loaded. He's getting ready. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, apparently Brian inspires, uh, I inspire Ryan to troll his chat at 3 a.m. I um, I think he's just getting his seat. He likes to be in the front row. And so he gets here early and uh, hangs out. But anyway, from the community on Telegram, James was over on Facebook. James is in our Telegram group, but James uh, posted over on Facebook trying to spur that a little bit. Um, he says his kids, Josh, uh, the renegade butcher says in he finds inspiration in community and people who do at least as much as they talk. <laughs> Corey, I think she just choked on her tea <laughs> that Josh, Josh was saying somebody talks a lot. We love you, Josh. <clears throat> we love you. She says the same thing about me. So it is what it is. Uh, Canadian Farm said, said telegram groups with a big old smiley face. And then he said, in nature, mostly in nature. Finding inspiration in nature is um, is fantastic. And I'm going to roll to the end of, uh, end of the segment. And then I'll talk about kind of where I find inspiration and uh, a shift to nature. Um, Arlen says, yes, this, all of this. And that uh, rolls back to the telegram groups or in nature. Um, and oh, wait. I think she actually replied to Josh's in community and people who do at least as much as they talk. But there were only three answers at that point. Those were the three. I thought they were all solid. Um, and then James over on Facebook throwing in kids. I was like, okay, this is a solid answer. I think it kind of covers the gamut. Um, and then I looked this morning and, um, and Rose, a community member, chimed in and said, depends on the type of inspiration for crocheting. She goes straight to Pinterest faith she goes in person at church homestead things she she comes to us and uh her in-person homesteading friends if she needs advice on homeschooling or inspiration for homeschooling um some in person and then lots of youtube so there's lots of sources uh and i think having that be uh genre specific works works uh josh says don't worry his snark is as much about him as it is anyone else so you just need to make sure you do more than you talk um you're going to be a tired son of a bitch um if you want to inspire people we love you we love you josh <laughs> ryan um ryan pippin comes in this morning with um he wishes he could say that he has a logical answer for such a question it just comes to him where do the ideas come from? They just come to me. <laughs> they just come to me. <laughs> oh man, man. Maybe after your, uh, maybe after your uh, bowl of greens for lunch, you might be able to come up with a better answer. Kyle weighs in with another vote for his kids mostly, um, and the reason is they inspire him to be a better person. 
And there is that. There is always that um, motivation for your kids is to not be, um, to, to just be better, to be better, to make their life better, to make their life um, not necessarily easier. I don't know if, if you're doing them um, a huge service just by making someone's life easier as they grow up, um, but better. You be a better person, make them a better person. And then weighing in at the end, we had Mike the Philippine Nomad, that crazy, um, crazy loco Mike over there. Uh, man, I was telling Corey before the show that Mike is Mike is um, OG Lots crew for sure. Um, Mike showed up right around episode two, I'm pretty sure. And uh, he's been here ever since. I can't thank the guy enough. He won my first uh, coffee giveaway that I ever had over on Float. And he has been in the comments and all my socials across the board for over a year now. And I can't thank the guy enough. OG, number one, I think he was the fan when there was no one else. When it was Corey at the other side of the table and I was talking to her because I knew no one was listening. Uh, but I had to pretend. Here came Mike, Philippine Nomad. Who's this crazy some bitch over on this island listening to me? And why is he listening to me? And he's still here. So I must be crazy as shit too because the, the loco stuck around. But Mike, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate every time you've listened and all the people you've brought into the fold. Um, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I was just thinking about that this morning. I want to say that on this feed along with the full show. But uh, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Mike says, don't forget Walter Clyde and Norman. Yeah. When we were, when we were back at the house, they were usually probably out running around in the yard when I was doing my show. They didn't hang out with me as much in the house as they do right on top of me in the camper. So yeah. Uh, anyway, Mike's answer was, uh, he finds inspiration in local community, especially those who are overcoming adversity just in their basic daily lives. You know, I always hear people talk about that have traveled the world and especially, um, especially people that have traveled to third world, to desolate areas, to desolate. I don't think that's the word. Um, really impoverished areas. Um, and they see people that are happy and they're shocked. They're shocked coming from our world. And going and seeing people without running water, without um, without anywhere to put their garbage, with no food. Um, there's no food in the garbage because it's all been consumed by the people looking for food. Um, and they're smiling and they're happy. I think it's very inspirational to see that. When you look around and go, wow, I, I was upset this morning because my commute took an extra um, 20 minutes. But I literally slept in a bed, got up and had my breakfast and a nice cup of coffee, got in my uh, my car that started on the first turn, it had gas in it. I drove to a job that I had where I could get some money um, to do the things I wanted. Uh, and I didn't have to spend my day digging through a trash can, hopefully finding an apple core. But because my commute took an extra 20 minutes, I'm pissed off all day. I'm miserable. I hate my life. Um, if that dude doesn't accomplish his goals and find that apple core, he's probably going to be a little hungry and uh, he's still okay with it. It's all perspective. And I think looking at that 
and and really internalizing it um, inspires you or really resets the perspective. But that's what I got out of Mike's answer. That's probably a little further than it needed to go. But um, yeah, Mike finds inspiration in the local community, especially who those who are overcoming adversity just in their basic lives. And I think that's a great place to look. I think it's a great place to look and a great place to end this uh, question of the day. Uh, if you enjoy the Perfect Cup question of the day, be sure to check out theperfectcup.shop uh, where you can get a link to find your own um, your own premium air roasted coffee to have while you listen to the show. Have a French press a day. It'll it'll take the, the, the nastiness away of your life. Um, it'll make you happy and let you enjoy something for a few minutes. It is fantastic. You can also split on that page and head on over to thelotsproject.com and find all your air roasted coffee merch, mugs, and all sorts of other things. And um, hey, check back often because I'm always shooting out new mug ideas. With that... This has been another episode of The Perfect Cup. Be sure to check out and uh, look for the question of the day for tomorrow. Post it across socials a little bit after the show. And uh, if you don't want to miss it, you can always find it pinned to the top of the Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Now back to the full show. Uh, Josh says, uh, oh, Mike, the island boy. He's an island boy. <laughs> I don't know that song. I saw it for a hot second there when uh, when it was really blown up. And I think that's how they sound. Or maybe I sound a little, um, a little uh, better than them. Uh, no, Philippi Nomad said, just go visit the local homeless shelter, food bank, or soup kitchen. We don't have any over here. Um, yeah, Mike, that would be... You know, that is a degree of uh, what I was talking about. But the fact that they're able to go those places um, really doesn't give that full perspective. In this country, we have so many safety nets. So many safety nets. Um, and going to a homeless encampment, even, um, you see... I'm not saying it's easy. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to be a callous asshole, um, but I I have a feeling that the average homeless person in the United States is doing better than um, a lot of the people living in some third world countries. Just saying. Just saying. So, um, <laughs> Renegade Butcher says I also find inspiration in your local crackhead. They have no quit to that hustle oh man they'll 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 do a lot for a dollar they will do a lot for a dollar backwoods butcher says pull the safety nets let's go full thunderdome i mean it is what it is it is what it is um let me uh let me roll into this history segment i uh i the first one, the first, um, the first story on here was a doozy, and uh, in my email from Ryan, he pointed it out above the above the whole section. He's like, "Check this out." All right, well, I almost didn't get my show set up last night because I went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> oh boy! All right, let's hit this history segment. Cheers, humans, and happy Camel Day. Here's a few things for lots of history. 
He changed the name of my segment. The dude changed my name. It's not this day in history anymore. It's lots of history. Now I'm going to mess that up for a couple of weeks while I while I do the blog post or read it. So, yeah. Um, here's his note. There will be not, there will not be a test on this at the end of the semester. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 All right. This day, uh, what are we? May 17th, May 17th, uh, this day in 1527, Panfilio de Navarez departs Spain to explore Florida with 600 men. By 1536, only four have survived. This is the story I read last night. In 1520, he was sent to Mexico, tasked to stop the invasion by Herman Cortez. Hernan Cortez, excuse me, it wasn't Herman. Even though his 900 men outmanned those of Cortez three to one, Navarez was outmaneuvered. He lost an eye and was captured. A few years later, returning to Spain, King Carlos V sent him to explore the, and colonize Florida. Old one eye, they sent him back across uh, across the ocean. Uh, 600 of men, including men from Spain, Portugal, Greece, Italy, um, shipwrecks, plagues, attacks, stub toes, and drownings. They ended up being four that ended up surviving. And you're going to have to read the story to find out. Pip's notes are, I'm not trying to push anyone to check out the show notes on the LOTS website, but check this link out in the story notes and check this expedition. This should be a movie or something, legit three-part movie story. And a side note, I think this is where the Florida man backstory could have started. Yes, um, I totally agree on the miniseries. If I watch them, I would watch a movie about this, um, about this adventure. And especially if it was um, factual, um, reading some of the stuff and the accounts, because one of the dudes that uh, made it back, actually, I think it was two of the dudes that made it back, uh, documented it. <coughs> they recorded it. And uh, wow, what a bunch of blood. After the show, I, uh, I post everything on a blog post. Uh, to release the episode, and I've started copying and pasting uh, Pip's notes in the bottom, and all the links are there, so all you're going to have to do is scroll down to the bottom, and the first story, I will have that link. It'll be there. You're going to want to read this story, but make sure you have a little bit of time. This day in 1673, Louis Jolette and Jacques Marquette begin exploring the Mississippi River. <laughs> Joliet and Marquette. On May 17th, 1673, uh, Joliet said Marquette departed and Marquette departed the St. Louis, uh, or excuse me, St. <laughs> departed from, is that St. Ignace, Michigan? Or did that copy and paste wrong? With two canoes and five other voyagers, the group sailed to Green Bay. He and Joliet uh, man, this copy and paste was horrible today. The Joliet Marquette expedition paddled along the west bank of the Mississippi until mid-July. When they passed the mouth of the Arkansas River, they became satisfied they had established the Mississippi float into the Gulf of Mexico. Marquette, a French Jesuit missionary who founded two of the first settlements in Michigan from Europe, 
Um, side note, as preliminary to further work, he devoted himself to the study of local languages and became fluent in six different local dialects. More about him uh, and the link of the the link at the on the website. Uh, Juliet, a French Canadian uh, skilled harpsichordist, a two row organ church organ. Is that the jaw harp? Because uh, I know people that play that. He was an explorer, and eventually Juliet was granted the island of Antwerp by Louis the Fourteenth as a reward. This island is three million or three thousand forty-seven point three two square miles in size. It is the ninetieth largest island in the world, and he got it as a prize for doing his job. Um, he's Pip's notes said he had left the mouse on the link um, on the screen for portage while he wandered off. On his screen is a dude carrying a canoe over his head. He almost thought it was a horror movie villain, the uh, horror, horror movie villain with a triangle head. Uh, he was also wondering why the town is called Portage and carrying a canoe is called Portaged. Anyway, I think he went for a lunch break. <laughs> oh, Josh says Kyle plays the mouth harp. <laughs> On this day in 1900, the children's novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum is first published in the United States. The first copy is given to the author's sister. Baum wrote 13 additional Oz books, which serve as official sequels to the first story. And the, and the Library of Congress has declared the work to be America's greatest and best loved homegrown fairy tale. Huh. Hmm. Pip's notes. Yep, this dude had his birthday on Monday and his book released on Wednesday. <laughs> what a good week for him. What a good week. This day in 1954, the United States Supreme Court hands down a unanimous decision in Brown versus the Board of Education in, of Topeka, Kansas, outlawing racial segregation in public schools. And we know just because they make things illegal doesn't mean it stops happening. The court ruled that separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. Therefore, laws imposing them violate the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. However, the decision's 14 pages did not spell out any sort of method for ending racial segregation in schools. And the court's second decision in Brown 2 only ordered states to desegregate with all deliberate speed. Hmm. Let's, let's let's make it a little more gray area. This day in 1995, Sean Nelson steals an M60 tank from California Army National Guard Armory in San Diego and proceeds to go on a rampage. Good for him. Good for him. 95. Was that pre-Killdozer? Could he have been the inspiration for Killdozer? Oh. Oh, Pip's notes. Ha, 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 ha. Breeze and a little more laughing. Uh, there's a map of the route taken by this dude, and there's a crash indicator showing where the crat the chase ended. It is mint. Side note: roughly 5,100 households had disrupted electricity. Yeah, no kidding. A tank just took out a dozen utility poles, and your 1,500 ram that's out front is now only two and a half feet tall. <laughs> Oh, man. This day in 2006, the aircraft carrier USS Oriskany is sunk in the Gulf of Mexico. 
um, as an artificial reef, having earned two battle stars for service in the Korean War and 10 for its service in the Vietnam War. In 1966, she had one of the worst shipboard fires since World War II. I'd say it's worth a look at uh, a look through on the wiki page. I think so, too. I think so, too. And you can find those links at thelotsproject.com uh, at the blog post of the day. Uh, birthdays today, this day in 1743, Seth Warner, American colonial. He is better known for his leadership in the capture of Fort Crown Point in uh, the Battle of <laughs> Languay, the Siege of Quebec, the Retreat from Canada, and the Battles of Hubbardton and Bennington. Read more about him at the link. This day in 1749, Edward Jenner, English physician and microbiologist. I'm liking these names today. Edward Jenner, Seth Warner, I got this. Uh, an English physician and scientist who pioneered the concept of vaccine, vaccines and created the smallpox vaccine, the world's first vaccine. Thanks, man. <laughs> Was it RNA therapy technology? This day in 1868, Horace Elgin Dodge, American businessman, co-founder of Horace was gifted mechanic and an uh, inevitable tinkerer. He invented the first dirt-proof ball bearing. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, this day in 1936, Dennis Hopper, American actor and director. Check out Blue Velvet if you never have. Uh, this day in 1955, Bill Paxson, American actor and director. Um, Pips notes, respect to Mr. Paxson, he was the only actor to be killed by the T-100 Terminator. Um... <laughs> and a bunch of other movies. <laughs> this day in 1960, Simon Fuller, English talent manager and producer, and uh, created the Idol series. Is that that guy's last name? Fuller, huh? What did they call him on the show? Cowell? They changed his name. Uh, this day in 1960, or excuse me, 1965, Trent Reznor, American singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist and producer uh, of Nine Inch Nails fame. Trent Reznor is one interesting dude for sure. Uh, used to be a big Nine Inch Nails fan myself and has gone down the Reznor rabbit hole for sure. This day in 1973, Josh Homey, is that Homie, Home, H-O-M-M-E, American singer, songwriter, guitarist, and producer um, of the band Queens of the Stone Age. Heard of them? Not enough to dig in, I guess. Uh, the passings for the day. The, who died today? Uh, this day in 1729, Samuel Clark, English clergyman and philosopher. An English philosopher and American cleric. He is considered the major British figure in philosophy between John Locke and George Berkeley. Uh, this day in 1886, John Deere, American blacksmith and businessman, and founded Deere and Company. Nothing runs like a deer until this day in 1886. Deere also served as Moline's mayor for two years, but due to chest pains and dysentery, Deere refused to run for a second term. He died at home, known as Red Cliff at age of 82. Pips notes, FYI, Jacques Marquette died due to dysentery on May 18th, 1675. We might have a familiar name pop up in passings later this week. Edit, no, we won't. I already did this Thursday and Friday segment. 
he went backwards in history this week. Uh, they started populating in my email, and I was like, whoa, look at that. Um, thanks, Ryan. Holidays. Today is uh, World Hypertension Day. In 2005, as an inaugural effort, the theme was simply to help the awareness of high blood pressure. Know your numbers, a goal of blood pressure awareness around the globe. And it's also World Information Society Day International. And that's probably why your blood pressure is so high. In November 2006, at a really long name conference in Turkey, <laughs> the main objective of the day was to raise global awareness for social changes originating from the internet and tech. It also aims to help reduce the digital divide. Oh, God. All right, everyone. Cheers and go forth and do stuff on this day that ends in the letter Y. And yes, there will be Nine Inch Nails in today's playlist. I should listen to some Nine Inch Nails today. That uh, It's been a while. And um, hmm, interesting. Interesting. That's been another uh, history segment brought to you by Pip over there at DuctionCups.com. He does all the work. I get to read and take all the glory and uh, all the shame from all the mispronunciations. So I think it all works out. But if you like this and you like listening to this and you and you appreciate all the work, let's do a little value for value and hit over to DuctionCups.com. At a minimum, check out the site. Get them some traffic. Share it with your friends. Maybe you got some Jeepers. Maybe you got some people that like ducks. Share it. Share that site. Share that link. And, uh, man, do some clicking. Send a message. Tell them Lots Project sent you. Blow them up. Josh, that doesn't mean spam them. Just show them some love. And if you got an itch, order some duction cups. Order some ducks. They're cool. Just like Plugsy. Ah. Ductioncups.com. Let's hit these notes again before we go on. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Whew. Kyle plays the mouth harp. I remembered that. The Departed was in Boston. Yeah, The Departed was a good movie, but I don't think we were talking about that today. Um, Killdozer was in 2004. I wonder if this was an inspiration for Killdozer. And uh, Backwoods Butcher says, Ryan's killing these segments. Yes, absolutely, for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> he said, Ryan says he's the butchers of meat. They are the butchers of meat, and he's helped butchering history. Um, they keep trying to get him to do a podcast to steal my history segment. <laughs> And Josh says he likes the Queens of the Stone Age. Why does that surprise me? And Kyle chimes in and says, of course you like Queens. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. And that kind of spiraled out of control. And I don't know if I should read that. Oh, wow. Wow. We're talking about itchy cream and stuff like that, but. Whew. That kind of went sideways in the comments this morning, especially for uh, 6.30 in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Pip says, I have a face for radio and a voice for a book. I'll pass on my own podcast. 
at least you know your limits, but you're damn good at uh, at finding history nugs for sure. I uh, I do have to tip my cap to that. All right, what do we got going on this week on the on the or today on the topic list? Um, this weekend, I think we're actually going to be able to get out. Uh, last weekend, it was kind of rainy and uh, had some shit going on. And we didn't, we wanted to get out and get over to Tim's property again and, and get some work outside done. Um, Corey and I are both jonesing to do some work, um, some, some property work. And Tim's got a property over there that is ripe for it. It is raw, it is rough, and um, there's lots of stuff that, that can be done. And so we decided that we're going to get up early, head over and then get back before it gets too warm and uh, the dogs freak out. So I think we're going to do that this weekend. We're going to start clearing some uh, paths for uh, for entry because I'm sure it's grown in quite a bit since we were there last. Um, and I, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Tim, Tim's, uh, Tim's keen on getting a path around the outside, maybe get, get, um, get string run from corners to corners. So, you know, the, the outline and then some access paths to some, some clearings that we had already found uh, while we walked around and he kind of marked out as uh, points of interest and just get some easy, easy navigating through the property. And as that happens, we'll be able to do some more exploring and uh, find some more interesting features on it. So we're planning on heading out this weekend, uh, hopefully on Saturday morning, if the weather holds out. Um, I'm not in the business of going and standing in the pouring rain if I don't need to. Um, I did that. I did. I was forced to work in whatever the weather said uh, for five years, and I uh, I don't need to do that anymore. So we'll keep an eye on it, and hopefully we get uh, five or six hours of work in and uh, make some progress. But it's all going to be content because it's um, it's just going to get uh, it's just going to get uh, recorded and uh, yeah thrown out there for everyone to see the kind of progress that we're making. So that should be fun. That's on the list for I think we're thinking Saturday uh, at this point, and um, we'll watch the weather and see see what happens. But excited, excited to get over there and do some work. Uh, Corey and I, as we sat here and looked at the garden next door and we hear chickens and stuff in the neighborhood, um, we kind of miss it. I'm not going to lie. Um, getting the work done, doing the physical activity on the farm was always, um, I don't want to say it was always a hassle. It was always a burden, but it was like going for a run. I've never been upset I did it. And it always made you feel better. It always make you, um, it always made you feel better. Oh, I guess last night on, uh, on Josh's show, uh, we've, we've spun up a battle of the butchers and a battle of the Bryans. Uh, they've been, they've been uh, talking about SRF and what they want to do since Josh and Kyle are going to be heading to SRF, the two butchers and possibly Billy Bond, who knows another butcher there. And I'm guessing some others, uh, that aren't uh, quite as vocal as these guys. But they've been talking about having like a butcher off of some sort. And last night in Josh's chat, we all, uh, or they all decided that uh, Scrambling and I are going to have to have a battle of the Bryans. 
And I was throwing out their ideas. I said we could have a one iron hitting contest, a chicken wing eating contest. Um, not not any sort of um, any sort of um, illicit substances. I, I, I do not have the experience to even consider myself in the same world as that man. So that's out. Uh, but yeah, let's go. Let's go. You want to um, chop down trees? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not having a competition. <laughs> I've gotten over the competition times in my life, but all in good fun. All in good fun. If we spin something up, we'll be sure to announce it, and you'll have to come to SRF to participate. But um, speaking of Brian, I am eagerly awaiting my coffee delivery this month. Uh, we are working to figure out the Silver Bullet blend. I have samples on the way of what he came up with for the Silver Bullet blend, and I am excited to make them. I'm not sure if I will do it on air. It sounds like I'm going to have two um, French presses worth of um, worth of coffee, and I think I might do one on Friday. It's supposed to be here tomorrow, I think. I think it's supposed to be here tomorrow, hopefully, if it arrives on time. Um, hopefully I'll do one French press live on the show on Friday, taste it, give feedback. And then, um, probably Sunday, if we go out to do Tim's, I think we're going to just, uh, make our shit and head out on, uh, on Saturday morning. And I want to sit and enjoy it and really, and really contemplate it. Um, if that's what we're going to be offering as the silver bullet blend. Now you, don't do you are you curious what silver bullet blend is <laughs> maybe not maybe you know uh what that is why we're doing this new blend is i announced a little bit ago and i haven't really pushed it much because i don't have the silver and i don't have the coffee um but i'm pre-sailing uh, another round of the lots project silver um coins that i'm getting minted by uh, by ryan over um, my silver guy, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, yeah, over at Cur Curio Bullion. And so he's making a new set of um, lots silver coins, round two. They're going to be the same as round one, except the designs are going to be flipped. If you haven't seen them, I'm putting together, uh, putting together sales stuff. It's really hard to sell something that you don't physically have in your hand yet. I don't like to push it too much. Um, I do, I reached out to all my previous buyers that bought round one. They have all been locked in that, that want them. Um, I'm now pre-selling, uh, the rest until I have them in my hand. Once I have them in my hand, then I'll actually put them on the site with an inventory and all that. If you're interested, if you're interested, you can email me, you can send me a message anywhere. Just say, Hey, I'm interested in some silver. We'll uh, get you on the list. Um, I do have a limited amount of left. Uh, I'm selling 20 sets of one ounce and a half ounce with the certificate of authenticity. Um, but I also have five one ounce coins that come as part of, uh, of what we worked out. What I do this with Toolman Tim, we split a bar and then uh, we've negotiated with our producer that he takes some of his pay in silver, some of it in fiat. And, and yeah, so 
where it all runs out, where it all kind of squares out is I get 20 sets of a one ounce and a half ounce and five individual one ounce that don't have that pair. I went back and forth with what I wanted to do with those single ounces. Some of them I, I trade, some of them I have sold individually. And I was talking to Brian and it all kind of clicked. We could sell a case of coffee. A case of coffee is six pounds. The Lots Project and Baby Walter and Company have five blends of coffee. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Six pounds. What are we going to do? Offer two? I said, hey, Brian, what if we do a special blend for that six? Like a mystery blend. I was like, your choice. I even threw it out to him. I said, whatever, whatever. You want to do Brian's blend? We can, uh, we can, we can spice up the bag. Um, and he said, no. Let's do a premium. Let's do a premium, uh, a, a premium blend specialty silver bullet blend, and we will put the one ounce silver coin vacuum sealed in the bag like a Cracker Jack box. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Ran the numbers and they all look good. Um, yeah, it'll be a deal. It'll be a deal. Um, Six pounds of coffee and, uh, and a, a limited run one ounce silver coin that will be stamped C1 through C5 for the coffee coins. Um, and um, yeah, they're never going to be made again. You're going to get six pounds of coffee and uh, one silver coin for 200 bucks. It's uh, when you see the price of what this coffee was going to cost. Yeah. Basically, you'll be getting silver for free. Or actually a little less, I'm pretty sure. But uh, you fillet. Why Why are you talking about fillating, Kyle? And the fact that you had to look up the spelling and you admitted it, that's even better. Anyway, Silver Bullet Blend is on its way. I'm excited to taste it. Brian kept some back. He's going to taste it also. We're going to compare notes. And uh, as, if I have any um any inkling of how this is going to work out it will be spot on the first the first try um brian and i have developed several blends um from just my written description of what i was thinking um and not even what i wanted it to taste like i was i was literally just giving him a hey um this would be for your blue collar guy that's getting up, making his coffee, heading out the door, having to work all day. And he wants a little bit of pep. He doesn't want to be jittery. Um, it's got to be a light roast because that's how we're going to get the higher caffeine. What do you got for me? He sent me three samples and the middle one, it wasn't even, it was one of the three was fantastic. And he said, wait, wait, wait. I got one better. He sent me two more samples and one of those is GSD blend. Not from a taste description, not it was from a vision, and the man translated it into coffee. He's good. He's good. <laughs> Philippine Nomad says the silver for money and the coffee for free. Um, hey, if you want to pay $200 for an ounce of silver, I'm all for it. Um, I, I think six pounds of coffee probably has more of a, uh, of a standard value, closer to that. But, uh, hey, however you want to look at it, however you want to look at it. Um, so that's cool. I'm excited to get that. Um, 
and try it and try it. If you want to uh, get monthly orders of air premium air roasted coffee, you should check out the C4 Club. Uh, you can find it at Food Forest Farms. If you go to that blog post I was talking about earlier uh, for the show, I link um, I link over there all the time uh, because I I put what we're drinking this morning and a link to head over and get it. If you join C4, you can have your own blends made too. Custom blends. You can also have a shop put up on uh, on Old Scramblin's website and sell your uh, sell your coffee through him. It's great. It's great. Check it out today. If you like coffee, you should try it. You should try it definitely. Um, what one last thing on the list here? I think we can knock that out pretty quick and then uh, then wrap it up for the day. Uh, it cooled off a little bit last night. I don't want to sound like uh, like I was miserable. It was only in the mid mid to upper 80s, uh, but humid. It was humid. Uh, don't get me wrong. Corey and I kind of looked at each other and said, if we didn't have the dogs, I think we could have been fine. We, I mean, I know we would have been fine without running the air. Fans, fans did perfectly fine. Unfortunately, I have these three monsters uh, walking around here with fur coats on. Um, and not just any fur coats, fur coats so that they can uh, hang out like on mountaintops. Well, two of them have those. The other one has no fur and he can't regulate his temperature either way. So he's always cold or hot. Doesn't matter. Um, at least the at least the the furry ones can regulate to a point. But at, at some points when it gets still and um, and stuffy in here, the fans just won't cut it for them. Uh, we can see that they are um, they are uncomfortable and distressed, and uh, we turn the air on for them. I've realized that the air drives me crazy. Um, the fact that we put reflectix in the window block out the block out the um, the sun. We don't get any natural light. It's dark and it's all LEDs in here, um, and the constant humming of the air conditioner is i think it it drains on me um we had to have it on for a few days in a row and i was really struggling um and i think that's what it was Corey and i were trying to figure out if i was getting sick uh, or what was going on and i really think it was the air conditioner because yesterday we were able to turn it off and i felt a lot better i was a lot more productive and um yeah there might be something to it have to keep an eye on it have to keep an eye on it and make a plan going forward when we have to run it and uh, be able to overcome that. Golden Crickets was asking, uh, she, she said she could look it up, but does he make and sell the Swiss, me Swiss Method decaf? Yes, he does. Swiss Water decaf, he does. And he will do custom blends of um, full decaf, half-calf, quarter-calf, whatever you want. Um, he can help you out because he does it in small batches individually by order. So he's not big, making big... Um, He's not making big old batches. He's uh, he's doing, I think, two pounds, two and a half pounds, I think, in his roaster. So maybe it's a little bit more than that. I can't remember what size he had at the moment, but it's it's uh, significantly smaller than what uh, what a big company is going to do. So you can do a lot more things and customizations and uh, work with you to find what you want. But Swiss water decaf, yes, is the method he uses. No chemicals, no chemicals, all natural and uh it's good stuff. He sent me a bunch of samples for it, even though I don't drink it. Um, I can't drink more coffee, even though it doesn't have. I shouldn't say that. You can always drink more. I am not drinking more coffee. Um, 
Golden Cricket says she gets like that with the noise too. Yeah. Um, I think having the quiet really amplified the noise, not dealing with it for so long and then it constant. And um, I don't know if you've been in an RV, the, the air, air conditioner in RV is pretty loud. Um, I, I really foresee us doing something different in the future. Uh, mini splits are probably the way we're going to go because I'm pretty sure they are uh, way, way um, quieter. I think the noise is more on the outside, but I have to look into that when we need it. It is not now. Our air conditioner is still working, knock on wood, uh, because the dogs would be miserable if it wasn't. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to that item of the day and wrap things up for uh, for another Wednesday item. Today is the Anchor three three seven, or better known as that Power Core twenty six K twenty six thousand eight hundred milliamp hours of battery backup. Um, Corey and I have two of these, I think, still uh, maybe three, maybe three. Um, it's uh it's great it's great uh i love them the reason we use them is storing extra solar power when we're on solar right now we're plugged in thank god for that with the air or we would have been going through propane like crazy um we are plugged in we don't really need them as much Corey still uses hers she's staying in the staying in the habit of getting it charged and then charging our devices overnight but when the sun's not shining and I can plug my phone or my headphones or other things to charge into my battery bank instead of pulling uh, or into my anchor instead of pulling off my uh, complete battery bank, it's just nice. It's nice. That's one of the things we use it for. We also use it when we're doing long videos or if our phones aren't quite charged enough when we want to make a video instead of waiting for them to charge. We throw the anchor in our back pocket, plug it in and it's charging while we're working. Um, I did a review of it, a video review a while back, and then a blog post yesterday, um, kind of adding in a few more thoughts. So that link will be in um, that link will be in the post for today's episode. You're going to want to check out that Anchor three three seven or any of the other Anchor products. Uh, Jack Spearco turned me on to those. I resisted a long time before buying the anchor. I was like, man, they're $60. Yeah, $60 well spent. Actually, they're under $60, like $54 or something. I put $60 in there just for inflation, but it works. It works. Um, what? What? Um, I don't know what Kyle's talking about. <laughs> he got something last night. Oh, anyway, check out the Anchor 337. Check out the blog post and the YouTube video. Be sure to share it with anybody you need, uh, you think could use some backup power. Uh, I think that's everybody. You can keep them in your car. You can keep them in a backpack. We've got them super cold, like frozen. Uh, I've kept one in my work van in Minnesota, and it sat outside all night, negative 30, and it's still working like it should. Uh, we've also had them in hot vehicles, and uh, they still work great. I don't think it's the best for them, but they're tough. They're tough. I bought, I've dropped them. I've thrown them, um, accidentally thrown them. But, uh, yeah, they're tough as nails. 
Check them out. Check them out. I don't think you are going to be um, – I don't think you're going to be disappointed. And Golden Cricket says, I have like 10 of those. We lost power a lot thanks to PG&E. Yeah, uh, when we were going on the road, we were like, well, what are we going to do? We can charge these on the inverter in the truck as we drive. We can – yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Uh, anytime we're pulling, uh, pulling in solar and we're charging those batteries, we have the anchors plugged in. Um, and keeping those topped off it's great works for us and even if you're not on solar um <laughs> josh says don't leave them in water but they are otherwise bulletproof i'm not sure why you would think something with open electrical ports would be a good idea to put in water but hey he's a butcher he's not an electrician wait i think he has an electrical engineering degree or uh something similar You'd think he'd know better. You'd think he'd know better. Anyway, anyway, we will uh, wrap it up for this hump day. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, keep an eye out for that blog post. I would appreciate it if you uh, if you shared it or at least went and visited and uh, checked out that history links that Ryan's doing. Other than that, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelostproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and uh, we'll catch up with you on Thursday. I can feel the sun.